Christians are often pictured as meek and mild people who humbly turn the other cheek. We certainly do those things. Yet the Bible also calls on us to be strong and militant in our Christian beliefs. This is the dichotomy of the Christian. The Bible pictures us as seeking peace through kindness and gentleness. But the Bible also pictures us as active, energetic, and even athletic. Verse 1, fight the good fight with all your might. Christ is your strength and Christ your right. Lay hold on life and it shall be your joy and crown eternally. The opening line of verse 1 is from St. Paul's words to Pastor Timothy. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of eternal life to which you were called and about which you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. This is not a fight using weapons and fists. It is spiritual warfare. The good fight of faith refers to the constant battle in this world between God and Satan, between truth and falsehood, between the new nature and the sinful flesh. Do not give up. Continue to battle against evil, false teaching, and sin. We go into the spiritual battle with spiritual weapons. St. Paul describes these weapons. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the world rulers of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. For this reason, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to take a stand on the evil day. And after you have done everything to stand, stand then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness fastened in place, and with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace tied to your feet like sandals. At all times, hold up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Also take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Verse 2. Run the straight race through God's good grace. Lift up your eyes and seek his face. Life with its ways before us lies. Christ is the path and Christ the prize. The opening line of verse 2 is from Hebrews 12, verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us get rid of every burden and the sin that so easily ensnares us and let us run with patient endurance the race that is laid out for us. The writer pictures the Hebrews as running a race on the track in a Roman stadium with a crowd all around them, cheering them on. People involved in a foot race will eliminate anything that might hinder them, such as carrying any extra weight or wearing something that entangles their legs. In the same way, Christians desire to get rid of the burden and loose clothing of sin, which would slow down and trip up a runner in a spiritual race. Undue concern for the things of this world and temptations to sin are examples of things that can hinder Christians in the race God laid out for them. Instead, we lift up our eyes to keep us fixed on the prize of our race, which is Jesus Christ. Verse 3. Cast care aside, lean on your guide, his boundless mercy will provide. Lean and the trusting soul shall prove Christ is its life and Christ its love. We fight the good fight and run the straight race by casting our cares aside and leaning on God's word as our guide. This verse is reminiscent of Jesus' words about worry in his Sermon on the Mount. So do not worry, saying, What will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear? 
For the unbelievers chase after all these things. Certainly your heavenly Father knows you need all these things, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. We live in a sinful world filled with daily problems. We don't want to add unfounded and senseless worry to that long list of problems. Instead, we seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness. By doing that, we are leaning and trusting that Christ will provide all we need for this life and for the life to come. Verse 4. Faint not nor fear, his arms are near. He changes not and you are dear. Only believe and you will see that Christ is Lord eternally. This final verse reminds us of a number of God's promises. Faint not nor fear reminds us of God's promise. Tell those who have a fearful heart, be strong. Do not be afraid. Look, your God will come with vengeance, with God's own retribution. He will come and save you. His arms are near reminds us of, my righteousness is near, my salvation goes forth, and my arms will bring justice to the peoples. The seacoast will wait for me. They will have confidence in my arm. And he changes not. Therefore, we do not need to be afraid, but only believe. Be still and know that I am God.